Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 3. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he spent some time there with them and baptized. John also was baptizing at Anon, near Salim, because water was abundant there, and people kept coming and were being baptized. John, of course, had not yet been thrown into prison. Now a discussion about purification arose between John's disciples and a Jew. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, No one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason, my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. Here ends the reading. Baptism is a wonderful moment in the life of any Christian. For many Christian groups, baptism is something done only when the individual chooses to be baptized. Teen and adult baptism is fantastic, and I love baptizing people who have made that conscious choice. But in the Episcopal Church, we also welcome and celebrate infant baptism. When an infant or toddler is baptized, the parents and godparents are invited to affirm the faith of baptism on behalf of the child they sponsor. Now, some may criticize this practice, but I think our approach to baptism speaks of two larger points. First, baptism is what happens to an individual within a community. Now, you've likely heard me say that we might technically have the ability to be Christian on our own, but it's not a good idea. We need each other. We need a community to lift us up and keep us on the right path. We are human after all, and left to our own devices, we can easily get off track. By placing ourselves in a community, we give ourselves the benefit of one another's support when times are tough and when we lose our way. In other words, Christ works in each of us as a community to amplify the Christ in each individual. When parents and godparents, and indeed the entire congregation, commits to helping support a person in their life in Christ, we commit to helping support that person as a disciple. In the deepest theological sense, whether the individual is making a choice on their own or are being sponsored by loved ones, the moment of baptism can still be highly impactful, which takes me to my second point. Baptism is not something we do, but is something done to us. God is present in a powerful way when we are cleansed by water and sealed with oil. Today's gospel lesson points to that powerful truth. We heard a gospel passage that recalls John the Baptist's ministry once Jesus came on the scene. For a short period of time, John preached and baptized outside Jerusalem, drawing large crowds of those looking for God's presence. However, when Jesus showed up and began his public ministry, John's ministry changed. John's followers, John's disciples, questioned whether John was frustrated or concerned about Jesus seeming to take over his turf. John's response is incredible. 
John said, I am not the Messiah. He, Jesus, must increase and I must decrease. In the most profound way, that's what happens to all of us in our baptism. Each one of us, including you, is created in the image of a God who loves us completely. However, our humanity is very present and we will make mistakes all the time. Our imperfection is part of our human condition, which is why God sent Jesus to be with us. Each one of us, including you, is called into a life of discipleship where who we were before Christ must decrease so that the Christ in us is able to increase. In baptism, that process, regardless of our age or condition, begins. In this Lenten season, we are asked to evaluate who we are and who we want to be. Put another way, in Lent, we have an entire season to consider how much our human messiness has decreased and how much we wish for the Christ in us to increase. None of us are as far along the discipleship journey as we wish to be. None of us are finished. This season, be honest. Be honest with who you are and be courageous to name who you want to be. The good news, the very best news, is that Christ is in us to help us grow closer to God today and every day. And for that, we can be truly grateful. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weakness of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.